pre-recorded live at KMAX Studios right here in New England in the Upper Eastern United States in association with Delaware. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand by. All done. <laughs> Did you see my unibrow go up? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. You're there. That's there. Uh, We're rolling. Ladies and gentlemen, this show is dedicated to Mr. Matt Lappy, who right now is undergoing some quite painful procedures. Yes. Get well soon, Matt. We love you. We love you very much. And hopefully a speedy recovery. He is our co-host on the Extraordinary Podcasters. League. Of extraordinary podcasters, Kevin. And where? What's the website? Extrapod.wordpress.com. Holy moly! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it WordPress? <laughs> Self doubt is the key. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. You are right. All right. Get well soon, Matt. Yeah, please. And um, uh, so tonight's show is for him to make him laugh. He's going to need it. So we got to be funny. Not too much, though. Well, yeah, we don't want to bust a stitch. Right. Or bust a move. But every, everyone else feel free to laugh. Please. Not at that joke that Kevin just made. <laughs> so tonight we're going to do an opener that I would like to preface. Do you know what a preface is? Uh, yes. Explain what a preface is. It's a preamble. <laughs> a preambulator. I thought it was a face that came before the next one. Yes, that's what it is. This is called Bad Pods. <laughs> We're doing this because I went to the Podcast Awards page, and there's a variety of choices on the Podcast Awards page. Just go to podcastawards.com to see what's up for this year's Podcast Award. Is this the official Podcast Awards? Uh, apparently. I don't get it. It's The, the governing by... body of a podcast that we pay our dues to every year? Yeah, and I don't know what you win. Yeah, pay our dudes to yeah yeah <laughs> our monthly dues to do what right. we do that'll eventually happen when people find out that people are doing this for free and so many downloads somebody's going to want money well for that it. was the whole patent troll thing but i digress go ahead no that's fine podcastawards.com <laughs> scares me it scares me though but yeah podcastawards.com and i was looking at some of the shows on there and i found some really great shows that i've been listening to but this is what I wanted to do. I did a show way back called Zerbencast, and I said to Ferg, I said, wouldn't it be funny if we made fun of some of these podcasters like these? And I sent them links, or I told you which ones to go watch, and right. they were freaking hysterical. I have no clue what they're winning awards for. <laughs> and we're going to show you what they were like. And uh, just voice mannerisms, the wannabe broadcasters, which we are. I mean, right. I talk like this now. Before, yeah. I used to talk like this, but now I talk like this, Ferg. <laughs> And it's true. We want to be broadcasters, but we also like to talk. And I say broadcasters, and I always say, when a car goes by, I go, look at the car! <laughs> Let's get a candy bar! Out. He's pointing to the lake, by the way. Candy bars. Oh, I did. 
That's a brand new boat. So here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, I harker back to when I started podcasting and a little show called Zerbing Cast with my co-host, Ferg. Welcome, welcome yeah. to Square Table Discussions. Where all the discussions are totally square. Are we ready? Are we on? Can you hear me? Working? Can you hear me? Is it working now? Hold on. Is it, can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Ready hey, to go? Ferg. Hey, what's up, Kevin? It's good to be here. Yeah, baby. Hey, today we're going to talk about um, different Let's, things that you can talk do. about stuff, man. Yeah, guys, come on. Let me, let me tell them. All right. All right. We're, what we're doing is we're going to talk about things. Because today I have with me a, a variety of, of different things to talk about. And I cannot yeah. wait to share them with you. And it's going to be really great. And we hope that, that you'll enjoy it as well. All right, man. Anything you want to say, Ferg? No, I just... I don't know. We're going to... Um, I don't know. What'd you do yesterday? I was, uh, I went to the store yesterday and I picked up a box of, you remember the Pop Rocks, how cool they were back then? Oh, man. Pop Rocks were the best. You mm. know, Mikey died from Pop Rocks. Did you know that? Mikey from the Life commercial? Yeah, I saw him. He, he wasn't doing too well when he was... He- if you, if you, if you, if you, if you, oh. if you, what are you doing? I hurt my. Oh, I gotta take this, buddy. Hold on. Go ahead. Oh, hello. Hey, Jimmy. Tonight. Uh, uh, hold on. Hey, Kevin. How long is this gonna be? Pardon me. How long is how long are we gonna be doing this? Should be about an uh, at the most an hour. All right. Hey Jimmy, I'll meet you in about an hour, okay? Yeah. All right. Thanks, buddy. So long. Bye. If you if you drink uh, soda and and uh, a bag of pop rocks, I hear that your your face. I hear that your face. Yeah, explode. Uh oh. What happened? Uh oh. Technical difficulties. Please stand by. Kevin's futzing with his microphone. It went out. I'm back. Am I, right, can man. you hear me? I can hear you okay. Yeah. I hear that there's something to do with um, Pop Rocks. Thank you for listening to this week's Zerbencast. Till next well, week. This is Kevin. Welcome, welcome to Square Table Discussions. Bye, everybody. Thanks for being totally square. Podcast and podcast. Check us out. Talk to. Ladies and gentlemen. Please. Please take your seat. Please stand by. The show is about to begin. We hope you enjoy the show. Please stand by. Welcome to episode 31 of Please Stand By. Tonight with me, of course, is the most beautiful to my ugly. <laughs> the smelly to my senseless. 
Okay. And the carpenter to my Adobe house. I don't know what that means. I don't either. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Ferg Ferguson. Hi, Kevin. How's everybody? How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing tonight? How you doing, Kevin? You've been drinking? No, just coffee. Me too. You know what? I, I went to the store, mm-hmm. and I was looking at the instant coffee, and this truce, I almost pulled the trigger, but then I couldn't do it. <sighs> there was this... Um, in the uh, in the Dude. Hispanic section, yeah, they had I forget what it was. I think it was Nescafe, like you said, but it was like it looked like brown uh, gallstones. <laughs> they were huge. Well, yeah, but it's a hundred percent pure coffee. Yeah, but I just I couldn't do it. Couldn't I got I can't let it go. Why is it in the Hispanic section? Because it's um, they have different kind of coffees over there. The um, Cafe Bustelo and Nescafe. Uh, a lot of Nescafe over there. Is, yeah, Nes- I don't know. is Nescafe Latino? No, I don't think so. I don't know. It might be. Interesting. I, yeah. I thought it was Nestle's. Uh, I, yeah, it is, isn't it? I don't know. I've never seen Jorge with a bag on his shoulder in the commercials. Uh, no. Can't do that? I don't know. What's the, oh, what was the, um, the guy with the donkey? What coffee was that? That was Sanka. That was Sanka? No. That was <laughs> Postum. That no, was, was uh, not. That's not even coffee. I don't know. I thought that was... uh, remember what I'm talking about, though, right? I think it was Maxwell House. Yeah, I think it was an old Maxwell House commercial, honest to God. Are you sure? No, it was a bunch of of different commercials with the guy with the donkey for some reason. Cesar Chavez. No, it was Cesar Chavez. Going through the hills of the mountains with you. Coffee on his back. And he comes up and he goes, I got to help here. You got to what? I got to... You got got a cattail flying around. I swear, it's just a hanger with fur. Uh, <laughs> just to change the subject, because he went behind the. Because what I'm saying is it's not funny. So he has to pull out that cattail. <laughs> you gotta stop using that. <laughs> I was gonna get rid of it, and I played, and I said I had to say goodbye to this. And Shelly goes, "Don't take that out." And I said, "All right, I'll leave it in." Oh, sounds don't, good. Don't, that's it. That don't use it anymore. I promise. That's, yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Your mosquito friend is still hanging up there. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I can't take him down. You're going to have to explain. I don't think we talked about that, did we? You explain because you're more, you're more Peter Bread than me. What? Yeah, you're more people against tasty animals than I am. So you, you go ahead because you tried getting me to free him. Yeah, I, Kevin has a mosquito stuck in a, in a spider web and he just leaves it there. Well, it's because the spider that made the web is passed on under my foot and the mosquito is still hanging there and it's hanging there. I mean, the web is around its neck. And my thought is, <laughs> is that when he saw me kill the spider, he went and then jumped off the edge of the thing there. And why, why would he do that? Hung himself because that's what it looks like. He's swinging back and forth oh, gosh, slowly. Cut him down. I took a picture for Ferg and gave it to him. Weird. What a weird guy you are. Make it my Facebook profile picture. (laughs) This is starting to sound like the bad podcast. (laughs) This is starting to sound like the what? The bad podcast. Oh, it is. See? (laughs) Well, shall we? You want to begin or do you? Would you like to state anything? What? Would you like to make any statements? Any announcements? Any. uh, Am I supposed to? I don't know. No. How about anything exciting? 
This is kind of weird for me because I'm not, this is not who I am. When I grew up, my mom was a big gardener and we ate a lot of food from the garden and I used to have to help in the garden and I hated it, hated it, hated it. Yeah. Although I did like um, picking off pea pods and eating them in the back in the backyard. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with you 100%. Yeah. My grandmother had a yeah. garden too. I did the same thing. Yeah, but I didn't like helping in the garden. And we don't we don't do plants here in this house usually. Right. Sarah tries to bring plants in, and they always die. She does have one plant that is surviving. It survived for quite a long time. Do you know what kind it is? Nope, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's a plant in a in a box. <laughs> oh, okay. And, and, it com- and it comes home and in the summertime and is it a boxwood? Yes, that's okay. exactly. I don't know what it is. <laughs> She told me, but I can't remember. Okay. But anyway, um, my uh, father-in-law gave us a, a little tiny herb garden. Herb, herb, <laughs> not not the herb from Burger King. Uh, it's herbs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's out. It's out on the porch railing, and uh, it's got uh, basil and uh, rosemary and thyme out there. Oh. And it's actually doing pretty well. And I've been using the basil quite a bit. Uh, I haven't have found a use for the rosemary at time yet, but uh, I'm working on that. Do you like lobster? Uh, no. I mean, I do, but I'd rather have it somebody... Ro- rosemary yeah. rub lobster, baby. Pro- professional pr- prepare it. I am I a professional prepare. lobster preparer. Uh, all right. Well, come down and make it for me, and you can use the rosemary out back. Bless you. I will. But I think I'm going to make some chicken breasts, uh, marinate them with the rosemary on Sunday. But tomorrow we're having pizza with the basil, so... How big are your breasts? That does come in useful. That really does. Now, I'm proud of you for having... Now, I'm a garden... You know, I worked at the U.S. Botanic Gardens in D.C. for quite a while, and I loved that job. And I I had just been cohorting with my friend Kathleen, who is down in Florida, and she keeps taking pictures of the landscape, and I'm rattling off all the tropical plants to see if I still got it. And she goes, you still got it, Serby! That's good. Yeah, it made me feel good. But I don't know, maybe in the future I'll have a garden, but um, I'm not counting on it. Ferg's Garden, right here on Please Stand By. Hi, welcome to Ferg's Garden. Today, we're going to talk about herbs like (laughs) basil. My mom used to, did you ever watch Crockett's Victory Garden on PBS? Does it anything to do with Miami Vice? No. (laughs) No, I didn't see it. (laughs) Yo, man, I got some weed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my mom used to watch it when when i was a kid and i just remember um there was a song called the gasp reel that was the theme song for it that i found out much much later but i really like that song so was it uh was this like a npr type of show or was it it was pbs but i mean was it npr-esque where they would be like hi welcome to the herb garden today we're gonna no i don't think so bob rossian no not really that's cool i'd be interested in than that yeah, I think you probably find it on YouTube. I'll take maybe. a look. Yeah. I do take love a look. I love gardening. I do. All right. I miss it. Fair enough. What's your exciting, Kevin? Is it gardening? You remember when I said I was gonna go to the carnival? Yeah. All right, here's I got a couple of I actually have three. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. I didn't know what to pick. I don't want right. to keep waiting every week for the next one and these all happen at once. But I went to the carnival and I parked and I walk up. Three dollars to get in. 
To the carnival? Yeah. And I looked at the lady and I was like, and she gives me, right a min- immediately, because she must have had this this look a thousand times during the morning. And the parking lot was empty. I was the fifth car in the parking lot. Okay. <laughs> so I walk up and I go, and I'm like, hey. And she's like, $3. And I said, what? Right away, she follows up the $3 with, it goes right back into the middle field fund. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Um, why am I paying now? What about, is this cover everything? The tickets and the ride? No, you got to pay for tickets for the rides and you got to pay for your food. And wow. you got to pay for, and I said, you know, it's only three bucks, but I don't have cash. I said, do you have a little slider? I'll pay out of the wallet with the slider. No, got to have cash. Oh, that's And nice. I said, lady, this is why nobody's in the parking lot. <laughs> and I stole two signs. What? Yes, I did. I stole two signs. You think I'm lying? <laughs> no. <laughs> I stole the signs. God. I stole he's he's holding them signs. up right now. <laughs> and I looked right at her when I did. I just ripped him right off and I gave him, yeah, this is mine. And this is mine. I'm taking them home. It's my celebration now, woman. Oh, man. No, I was very cordial and- I said, thank you anyway, but I don't have any cash. She goes, I'm sorry. We've been getting a lot of that today. I was like, you're going to keep getting a lot of that today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she she was very cool about it. But I'm like, why are we paying now? And then uh, and she goes, it is Middlefield. And I'm like, it is Middlefield, isn't it? <laughs> so that's that. Here's the second one. Granddaughter Jocelyn graduated from uh, preschool. They actually have a nice. preschool graduation. Wow. So the one that lovingly calls you Pern yeah. uh, sang a song in the graduation thing, so I thought I'd play a little clip. Are you ready? I'm ready. And if you listen closely, you can pick her out. <laughs> So that was her. Very nice. Did you pick her out? No. Oh, she was. The I don't even know what the song is. Third one. <laughs> I've been going to my preschool all oh. the school year long. Is this a Barney song? Barney ripped off all the old. Uh... Wow, they're just preschoolers. <laughs> they're just preschoolers, Ferg. They're just preschoolers. I'm not talking about the preschoolers. I'm talking about Barney. Preschoolers are cute. <laughs> my last one <laughs> congratulations oh yeah mark alley's books you got there i got them i Very got the cool. mark alley books don't stop the geeking and i was geeky when geeky wasn't cool guys please pick them up they're beautiful books he wrote nice things on the inside kevin thanks for harassing me here's your copy please leave me the hell alone and then the other book says Wait a second, it's on the second page. Kevin, what did I just tell you? You're such a... I can't read that part. I don't want to bleep it. Then he says, you're totally a pain in the... And then die or something. And the, the pencil broke after that. But I'm sure it doesn't say that. No, it says very nice things. And thank you so yeah. much. I appreciate it. Well, where where can you find uh, Mark's books? Mark's books is a good thing you asked me. 
Yeah. You can find those, both books, at markalley.com. Awesome. Beautiful books, geeky, when geeky wasn't cool, and don't stop the geeky. And they're also available on ebook, I think, right? Geeky. They're both available in a PDF file or hard paperback, right? digital and non-digital. One more exciting thing for you, Ferg. Okay. Lots of excitement this week. That's a present from Mr. Matt Lappy. You want to know how that started? Well, everybody's heard about the Zerb. Who's at the bird? The Zerb, Zerb, Zerb. And when he sent this. So he sent me that. And then he says, you know what I want to do? I want to do one with Zerb and Ferg. For the uh, show. And I was like, oh, okay. But I took that one and I put it to this. Well, everybody's heard about the Zerb. And the Zerb, Zerb, Zerb. Who's the Zerb, Zerb, Zerb. the Zerb, Zerb, Zerb. It's 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 the Zerb, Zerb, Zerb. He just did it out of the blue one day. He, he did it out of the blue one day, and it just drove me fun. So I thought that was cool. That's awesome. Well, guess what? What, Kevin? I, too, have been going through some situations, and I decided to have something removed so that it could come and talk to you. I thought that would be appropriate. Okay. So, uh, it should be here any minute, uh, and I can't wait for you to meet him. He's a very important person to me, and he's been with me my whole life. And up oh, there he is now. Oh, boy. Come on in, buddy. Hey, Ferg. How you doing there, buddy? Oh, hi. Uh, how, hi. How hi. are you? I'm Kevin's lower intestine. Oh. <laughs> it's an honor to meet you, and it's an honor to talk to you today. Do you know why I'm uh, here? No, but I hope you don't mind if I don't shake hands. Um, I haven't been feeling well lately. Oh, that's okay. There's plenty uh, of me to go around. Oh, okay. Maybe just stay stay in front of me so I where I can see you. Sure, no problem. Please. Do you remember I've met you before? Have you? When you remember when you came to visit Kev and you gave yes. him a hug? Well, we, yes. We rubbed bellies. Oh, right. That's, didn't you feel okay. it? I was like, <laughs> that was fun. Well, I'm here for one particular reason. Okay. We're gonna go down Zerb's lower intestines top five grilled meals for the summer. <laughs> okay. I thought that would be a fun thing to do. Okay. You, it sounds like a fun thing to do, my friend. Sounds good to me. All right. So coming in at number five. Number five. Wow. You have a chorus behind you. I've done this before. <laughs> <laughs> well, coming in at number five is a grilled garlic pepper and pastrami wrapped prosciutto stuffed shrimp. What? That's right. I said a grilled garlic pepper and pastrami wrap prosciutto stuffed shrimp. You put that on the grill, it comes out really good. It feels good and it sounds good. Okay. Do you know when you stretch me out, I'm over five feet long? (laughs) 
Did you know that? Isn't that amazing? That's pretty amazing, yeah. I think it's amazing that that's something. <laughs> Coming in at number four. Number four. Grilled ham and chicken with a sausage chili beer based. <laughs> Wouldn't that be delicious? These are all beautiful, beautiful, grillable foods that you can make this summer to make your heart soar with clay. I think just soar would be fine. Coming in at number, th- number three. three. <laughs> it's hard to push that button when you have just part of the, You don't have arms. Look at me. I'm right. like Jello. You're pretty slippery there. But I am. Stay over there. Stay over there. Come here. No, no, no. <laughs> smell this. Does no, this smell no. funny to you? <laughs> Swiss and cheddar Stop. bacon barbecue burgers with pickle pepper sauce and hot tamales. God. <laughs> you put all that in the tin foil, Ferg, and then you put right. it up on the grill. I usually just put like chicken and zucchini in the foil. <laughs> well, whatever makes your heart feel good. <laughs> but this makes your stomach feel good and really right. happy. Right. <laughs> Number two. Mozzarella smothered baby back buttered ribs. <laughs> oh my god. I prefer country crock. Uh. Do you know that I'm the last place the food goes before it leaves the body? Okay. <laughs> Did you also know that in your lifetime, Ferg, I will handle over 50 tons of food and liquids? What? Yeah. That's oh my job. My Are you serious? My job is to handle all of that shit. <laughs> and Ferg, are you ready for... Number one. The most amazing intestine top grilled food is... Mediterranean grilled red snapper. Hey, listen, thanks so much for uh, letting me come by today. I thought you would enjoy my top five grilled meals. Very nice. Okay, well, I gotta go. Oh, dear. Uh, oh, God. Gross. Hey, Ferg, did you talk hey. to my intestine? I did, yeah, it was really weird. No wonder they removed it. <laughs> That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the news. The time is now 8.41. Bing bong. Looks Bing like bong. Ferg is wearing a hat from Byers Ice Cream. Is it Briars or Bylers or what is that you're wearing right now? Go ahead and share the word. Oh, it's Bylers. What's Bylers? That's my store where I work. It is? Yeah. Oh. Well, sad news this <laughs> week. Here we go. Yeah. We lost Muhammad Ali, the greatest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was. I, I don't. I, I'm not a fan of boxing now, but I, my dad watched it a lot when I was a kid, so I saw it a lot. Same here. Same I don't, here. I don't know if I actually saw him box or not, because it would have been the late '70s, early '80s, probably when we watched. Very so, true. Yeah. So he was more of, of like a pop culture figure to me, I think, because uh, I remember. I thought he was on the Love Boat, but I couldn't find that in there. But he was on Different Strokes. I definitely yes. would have seen that at the time. I remember that as well. And then. Um, I think he was probably on, maybe he was like a commentator or something. Yeah, I think. On, on I saw Wide him, World of Sports or something like that. Yeah, and I, I saw him do that as well. And I remember him on The Muppet Show because I remember him being with puppets a lot when yeah. I was growing up. Um, 
the thing that I thought was beautiful was Billy Crystal's eulogy that he. And that oh, was, I didn't see that. That actually, I think it was today that. Didn't he, he do an impression that. of him? He did an incredible impression of him back in the eighties. Really? And some, uh, yeah. Some of the same. And he was a very close friend to to Billy Crystal. They were pretty oh. close. But he would talk about him, and he did it. I can't do an impression of him too good. Yeah, I understand. Well, let's raise a glass. We got to raise a glass yep. to the Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali, God bless you, the greatest. Yep. And and just float like your butterfly now, buddy. Yep. Well, I've got some interesting news. What is it, Kevin? Do you know how old Doctor Henry Heimlich is now? Uh, nope. Ninety-six years old. Wow. Do you know what he's never done in his life? Choked? Perform the Heimlich remover. <laughs> Maneuver. Ever. Ever. Never That's done it. That's a good thing, though. Until 96 years old. What? He performed his maneuver on a lady that was choking during one of the meals and saved her life. And it's the first time in his life that he performed the procedure. Isn't that neat? Oh, my gosh. And for those who weren't taught this in school because they took away all the encyclopedias... <laughs> Dr. Henry Heimlich is the one who created the Heimlich maneuver, and that's where well, you how take long ago fingers. It, do you know? Huh? How long ago? Oh, gosh. This goes back to, uh, he's 96 now, so I'm going to say like the 30s. That long. 40s. Huh? I, okay. Right when he came out of the womb, he's like, and then he went, and then he pointed at it and goes, my maneuver. Um I have no clue when he did it, when he started it. But, yeah, he's the one who came up with the idea that if you press underneath the ribcage. Right. And you could even perform your own highlight yeah, maneuver with, with the, the chair, chair or something, right? Yeah. So yeah. he finally got to do it, and he was so excited. There's a clip on YouTube you guys can watch if you want. You know what time it is now, don't you? No. What time is it? Hey, Zoibinator and Foyk. Uh-oh. Sal LaSalle here. Oh, boy. i uh, just calling in to say how much I'm enjoying the uh, show. Please stand by. Um, it's a lot of fun to listen to. I love. I hope you guys keep it up forever. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I just called in to kind of catch you up on what's been going on with me. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. A couple of weeks ago, my wife, Sally DeSalisal, <laughs> she was reading her Reader's Digest, as she is wont to do. <laughs> and she saw an ad for something called Blue Apron. And it's oh. one of those things where you, uh, you you sign up and they send you a meal every day in a big box on your doorstep. And then they give you all the ingredients and the instructions and everything. And then you just cook it up and you got your meal all ready. So she got up on the internets and <laughs> uh, signed up for it. So when I came home from work, uh, it was nice to find a nice gourmet meal of um, I think the first time was braised quail eggs in holiday sauce, and uh, I really thought that was pretty good. Uh, very tasty. Uh, the, the eggs were tiny, though. You need a whole mess of them to make an omelet. But, uh, it was good anyway. Uh, another time, I think we had something called, it was a soup from uh, Vietnam, and uh, I asked Sally, what the, what, this, this is really good, but what's it called? Vietnam. And she said it's called pho. I, said, I beg your pardon. She said it's called pho. I said, how do you spell that? And she said, P H O, with a little uh, rooftop on top of the yeah. You mean an omelet? And she said, no, no, uh, uh, what do you call it? A schwa? 
I don't want to get into the the, to the particulars about the diacriticals and everything. <laughs> it's spelled P-H-O, right? And she said, yeah. And I said, well, that's pho. And she said, no, it's pronounced pho. And I said, it's pronounced pho. Okay, so what do you call fake Vietnamese soup? I guess you call it pho pho. You know? <laughs> Just a little joke there I make. She didn't get the, the humor in that. Anyways, um, uh, you know, this this blue apron thing's pretty good. Uh, you know, we had some squid ink pasta with uh, pesto. Uh, you know, it was very good. Uh, the pesto looked like something I might have scraped out of the bottom of my lawnmower. But, <laughs> but it was very good. So, so anyway, uh, I asked uh, Sally, why did you sign up for this? You know, it's a little expensive. It's good, but it's expensive. And she said, well, I wanted to make more... I want to make you more of a, a man of the world. Oh. And I said, what do you mean? I'm a man and I'm in the world. What more do you want? <laughs> and she said, well, no, I want to broaden your mind and your experience. And I said, well, you know what it's doing? It's broadening my waist. Because, uh, <laughs> because I'm eating this stuff. It's pretty good. I'm normally a meat and potatoes guy. But, uh, you know, I've been gobbling this stuff up. I thought there was something wrong with the detergent she was using uh, <laughs> as a cause and effect for my shrinking clothing. But now I think I know otherwise. So anyways, we've been doing that. It's pretty good. You might want to try it. Uh, <laughs> another thing is uh, I get questions, you know. I got questions. Whenever I think of questions, usually when I'm driving, I'll pull over and I'll jot it down on my little notebook, my little elderberry notebook. <laughs> And uh, these are the questions I came up with. Um, first of all, what is a notary republic? I don't know what they do. They do something about um, notarizing uh, documents. So when, when they get that, you know, how do they practice doing that? How do they practice embossing the documents? What, do they use old newspapers and a hole puncher? I don't know, just food for thought, you know. Uh, another question I came up with is, uh, why are they called handsome cabs? You know, the ones with the horses that drive through the park. I don't, I don't know why they're called handsome cabs. Is the horse handsome? Well, maybe, I guess, as far as horses go. Is the cabbie handsome? Well, i got to say, not in my experience. So, you know, that's just another question I got. Uh, another question I got is, um, does anybody really know what time it is? Uh, and does anybody really care? I don't know. These are just questions that pop in my head. Um... You know, before I go, I gotta, I gotta address something. Uh oh. Here I gotta go. address the apparently clueless nincompoop from Wisconsin <laughs> who called me an idiot on the last episode. Uh, I gotta say, that's pretty rich. You know, you've got this girl Maxine, I guess, who's practically catapulting herself onto you <laughs> like a great tomato being hurled from a trebuchet. Uh, she's offering her what you call. For Bonnie Vidalia's, and you're not responding in kind? Oh, my God. Um, Mr. Shermack, I'd say that you're the idiot for not realizing the wonder and the beauty of love in all of its manif manifestations, even though it might be dangling right in front of your very eyes. So, for all that is great and holy in this world, man, you need to quit being a wimp and get off your computer chair and make Maxine and yourself happy. And if you don't, you're either an idiot yourself or you're blind. Uh, there's not really any third option there. So 
And lastly, I wanted to comment about the sad news you imparted on your last episode about the Muppet Show getting canned. Uh, I got to say, you know, the original Muppet Show was one of my, it was really my favorite show. And I cried like an abandoned puppy when the first Muppet Show ended, (laughs) I guess, 35 years ago. Um, same time, same this time around, you know, when they, when you told me that I hadn't heard the news and I started breaking down. I mean, it's, it's sad because I, I mean, how can Kermit and his troops get a break? You know, all yeah. of them, they're all very talented. And have you noticed that none of them, Kermit, Miss Piggy, Fozzie Bear, none of them have aged a single day in 35 years. What's <laughs> wrong with that? You know, and they got... They must be taking some sort of uh, health pill or something. I don't know. Anyway, here's hoping that they'll be back on the airwaves soon. Uh, I think that's about it, guys. I got to go. I just wanted to say that I love the show. Keep up the fantastic work putting it together. And I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Oh, thank you so much, Sal. Thank you, Sal, sorry. <laughs> he was actually pretty nice to uh, Bob Shermack. I, I thought he was going to tear him a new one, but he was. I agree. Nice. I was surprised that he didn't pile drive him, but that was. Yeah. Uh, and he he that was sweet of him to uh, yeah. to mention the the Muppets. Yeah, it's pretty sad yeah. about that. I hope Kermit comes back sometime. That was a great visit. <laughs> really had a good time with him. <laughs> sorry, I missed it. Oh, I wish you were here. You would have loved it. <laughs> And the honor to sing with him. Man, yeah. I'm still cherishing that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, you ready? Yeah. Have you heard any movies? Nope. How about you, Kevin? <laughs> All right. There's five things in this show. I'm kidding you. No, but- Don't get upset. <laughs> Don't get upset. Don't get upset. I'm kidding you. God, you looked really worried there no, for no, a second. No, no. no see, I've been, I've been, all I've been doing is trying to get stuff out of my room to put the floor in. And it's basically it. All we're doing is keeping up with, or trying to keep up with Bob's Burgers and uh, at midnight. That's basically all we're watching. You can't. And we haven't seen any movies. Plus, I got a really long music story. So You can't even up. make something up for this show. No. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> Me neither. But, yeah, I understand. I know you like watching movies and you know on your tiny tiny phone. I don't know why you would want to do that. <laughs> no, I don't. I only watch that when I fall asleep. But I watch movies on TV all the time. Okay. Every night, Shelly and I will watch a movie over watching. Wow. Roku TV. Yeah, we watch right. movies. We like movies. Okay. So what did I say? You yes. Know, you just, ask. I do. I watched Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, did you? Again, I had to, and just. Oh, God, does it take you back? 30 years, right, this year? Yeah, I think it is 30 years, and I'm surprised that he hasn't done another commercial to piss me off for another car company. <laughs> you didn't like that one? Nope, not at all. <laughs> but Ferris Bueller, for those who do not know, and I can't imagine even teenagers not knowing, because it's the hottest movie ever, and people will seek it out, especially if they're into the... Uh, fascinating 80s you look like you're going to contradict something no i was i was thinking maybe just right below the breakfast club because my niece Mm. loves the breakfast club she's 15 now that's a good good question yeah which is better and why can let me think about that in a second here but first we're going to have director john hughes did this it was written by john hughes who's an incredible writer of course yeah 
And it has four of the most awesome actors in it, which, of course, is Matthew Broderick, is Ferris Bueller. Then you have Alan Ruck as Cameron Fry, one of the greatest yeah. characters ever in the planet. Yeah. Uh, Mia Sarah, the beautiful Mia Sarah, still the beautiful Mia Sarah. I've seen pictures of her recently. She hasn't changed a bit. She plays Sloane Peterson. Right. And, of course, Jeffrey Jones playing Ed Rooney, one of the greatest characters and, of course, you have Jennifer Grey in there playing uh, Jenny Bueller. And the parents are Cindy Pickett and Lyman Ward. Um, Who got married in real life, then divorced. Is that true? I, I think I, so, yeah. I thought that was hearsay. No, I think they did get married. That's pretty awesome. They were, they were a cute couple in the movie, too. Yeah. So they must have had some real things. And then, of course, Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen, yep. Boy in the police station. Oh, ben, wait a minute. Um, ben Edie McClurg. Who? Edie McClurg. Oh, that's right. She played Grace. He's a, he's a righteous dude. <laughs> of course, it pops in the whiz and the no do I, I forget the list of drugs <laughs> yeah, that she I went know. through. Yeah, she was ne great. Neo Maxi Zoom Dweebies. <laughs> <laughs> Please watch this. I'm my French, but you're an asshole. <laughs> you're absolutely right sir you're absolutely right <laughs> so yeah ferris bueller takes a day off of school please watch the movie it's really yeah, good it's awesome movie. now back to your question i don't think i could answer whether ferris bueller or the breakfast club is a better movie but i know who could who's that a good friend of ours uh-oh you know who i'm talking about he's just right outside is he well, yeah, he's uh, he always right outside of recording. He's, he's been working on "Can You See Me Too," and okay. they, they just they just released it. It's going to be out this summer, actually. Right. But just and he wanted to come by, and I said, "If you just wait out here, so let me go." Let me talk. All right. Come on in. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. It's been a while. It's been a while since I've been here. Sit right yeah. here. Sit right uh, here. I know you were pretty upset last time. Yeah, sit right there. All right. What the hell is this Square Pegs DVD doing here? <laughs> is that that horse face actress I see? In oh, that? that's not nice. Well, she was in Sex in the City. I didn't see what was so damn sexy about her. All right. Well, I mean, uh, she's Ladies married and... to Matthew Broderick, who we we're just talking about. All right. I'll give him that. I'll give her that. Hi, ladies and gentlemen, this is your friend, Morgan Freeman. Hi, Morgan. Mr. Freeman, sorry. Mr. Freeman to you, Ferg. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Damn it, son. <laughs> Why are you here, perchance, Mr. Freeman? Well, for one particular reason. Yes? Kevin apparently bought two DVDs, and they both had the same title, so now he has to give another one away. Oh, no. <laughs> We're going to do this again. That's right, and I figured what better way and better time to do it than before my second movie comes out. Right. Now, the name of this movie is The Prestige. Have you heard yes. about The Prestige? came out in 2006. The Prestige? The Prestige. Directed by Christopher Nolan. Okay. <laughs> Do you know this movie? Christopher Nolan, yeah. He actually directed you in the Batman movie, so I would think you would know how to pronounce his last name. Is that the same fellow? That's the same fellow, yeah. I'll be damned. <laughs> <laughs> I had no clue that that was him. That was him, yep. He's a damn good director. Yeah. He picks he damn good actors. <laughs> Let me tell you who stars in this movie, and then I'll tell you how you, the listener, that's all of you listening right now to your radio, to your MP3 players, 
to your cast areas, to your home areas, to your home okay. theaters, to your home. Uh, all right, we we get it in your homes. Yes, homes. <laughs> well, like I said, the movie is called The Prestige. Right. This is a movie about a magic trick gone awry. Mm-hmm. And what they do in this movie is they try to prove how it went awry. And I'll tell you who's in this movie. Huge Jackman. <laughs> playing Robert Angler. Right. Angrier. Angler. <laughs> okay. Christian Bale. Now, he was with me, and he was a ripe young man. Right. That boy doesn't know how to wear deodorant if it came up and smacked him <laughs> in the upper lip. Uh, he played Alfred. Now, that's my character in my movies. No, it's... Well, that's who I was pretending to be. Where? In what movie? In Batman. Boy, didn't you listen? Oh, you're, you played Lucius Fox in Batman. Lucius Fox? Yeah. And then they have Michael Caine playing Cutter. <laughs> this movie can be yours free if you can go ahead and call email or vocalize your opinion... In some way, shape, or form. Therefore, in forthright, with, and pertaining to, by sending an email or calling 571-408-ZERB or 9372, or you can send an email to instrumentally at gmail.com to win this DVD. So you don't have to, you just have to send an email or uh and call, call and tell me which you movie is... You don't have to is, say anything? You have to say which movie is better. Ferris Bueller's Day Off or Breakfast Club. Oh, I got you. Okay. And then tell me why. What talking about. <laughs> tell me Go why on. you feel that this movie. I need a why. You <laughs> that this movie is better than the others. Okay. And then you can win this DVD. Basically, the first one to call is gonna win. Damn it! <laughs> I'm not waiting three months for someone to call up and tell me whether or not they deserve a DVD. And those who's played before, play again. Damn it! <laughs> that echoed through the whole house. Oh, it did it. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. So thank you for your time, Ferg. I know you have to go to work soon. and I do, yeah. You don't like when I just babble and postpone the show. <laughs> I can tell by the look on your face. Well, thanks for coming by. Have a B- good night. Goodbye, Ferg. <laughs> Bye. Wow. So I guess, yeah. Call yeah. And, call and Give tell away us to Prestige. You. He's trying again. Morgan yeah. is a brave man. He is. <laughs> He is a brave man, so yeah, if you want to get the prestige with huge Jackman, um, go ahead and call us up. Looking forward to it. What's that number again, Kevin? Well, it happens to be 571-408-ZERB or 9372. 571-408-9372. Call now. Operators are standing by. Please standing by. (laughs) Now it's time for a show. I have a book, Kevin. It's a book. (laughs) It's a book. It is called The Bread Baker's Apprentice. It is by a gentleman named Peter Reinhardt. And when I first got into podcasting, I found a um, food podcast called Chic Podcast. Ooh. Out of Chicago. It was the Chicago Hospitality... um, Crap, don't, I don't forget. Don't mess this up. Don't mess this up. I already did. Oh. I, I don't remember what it stood for, but there was like a it was like a school and um the uh the guy who hosted the podcast was a teacher there. He was a baker. And uh I was listening to that for a little while uh-huh. and he kept talking about Peter Reinhardt. I'd never heard of the guy before this. 
So he was talking about how Peter Reinhardt is a, ba- a baker up in, um, oh gosh, is it Johnson, Wales? Do you want me to just start this all over again? It's a Johnson, Wales or the um, CIA cooking. Oh, crap. <laughs> okay, so far we went from baking to the government conspiracy. No, no, no. It's <laughs> cool. I forget what it's called. But uh, Culinary Institute of America, I think it is. Oh, that's a uh, CIA. It, it's either, either one of those. Yeah, I forget which one. But uh, they, he, the guy on the podcast said he had a bunch of books out, and I decided to, to get a couple of them. And it kind of changed the way I bake. Really? Uh, there's a lot, a lot okay. of stuff I didn't know about, and I learned about through this book. And um, I think uh, when you're still learning how to do something, even after you've done it for 30 years, it's a good thing. I I agree. Yeah. So it's always I, good to keep learning. It is always yeah. good to keep learning. And this is uh, I use a lot of these recipes at home when I make bread here. So I did use a couple of them at work until uh, I they stopped wanting us to use recipes for stuff. So <laughs> oh my, what they have a special recipe selection that you're supposed to be using? No, we started getting in frozen stuff, unfortunately. But uh, ah, yeah. So but, that just that. That toasts my nuggets. Yeah, I know. But uh, anyway. Sorry, buddy. That's all right. But it's it's a good book. It's called The Bread Baker's Bible by Peter Reinhardt. You can get it on Amazon. I think they have a um, – this is a hardcover, but I think they have a softcover book too. It's a nice it's book. Really, it's pretty it, – Yeah, it's, it, it is. Yeah, there's a lot of great recipes in here. Um, I don't – I'm a really big fan of Stolen. I don't like the Stolen recipe, but uh, pretty much all the other ones are, are good. Who'd they steal it from? You knew uh, it was coming. You knew bop, it was bop, coming. Bop, bop, bop. It's not funny. <laughs> so <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Shelly was right. Leaving that in was a good idea. Well, What's your show and tell, Kevin. I'm tell holding me, her tell right me, here. Look tell at her. me all. Oh, what the hell is that? That's right. Oh, it's female. Another one. A female that isn't dressed properly. Papasan. Yeah, and you can blow it up. <laughs> But you know what's funny? My wife blew it up. <laughs> That's what's weird. For you? For me. And you know what happened when I used it? I sank to the bottom. <laughs> Let me explain what this is. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> the spring float Papasan swim waves floating. They don't even give it a name. Float. It's, it's a float for your pool or for the lake. And... It's really cool because it's one of those things that you can twist and then put away in this little tiny bag. But when you pull it out, it goes, and then you get on it. Like a Casper mattress. Yeah, and it holds up to 250 pounds. Well, apparently I'm more than that. Oh. Because when I sat on this, I went. Yeah. And I'm like. But guess what? It's made in China. And there's a lot of good stuff on here because it says, greater comfort for your stability, soft cooling mesh for seat, fabric-covered infiltration system. Why is there an infiltration system on a, on a Chinese floater? I don't know. And then inside, you unzip this, and it comes with a little handle so you can take it to the beach. Oh, and, s- <laughs> and sink out there as well. Yes. So the shark float when you're on the go. And the sharks can find you easier. Yeah. Just unfold, inflate, and float away. Instantly access. And float es- away. <laughs> yeah. Instantly access and escape in the hurry of everyday life. 
with the spring float by Papa San. <laughs> I'm not making that up. <laughs> Within minutes, you will be luxuriating in a soothing mesh. I don't want to read more. Okay, good. <laughs> but yeah, it gets bad. So that's my anything exciting, or that's my show and tell you. Uh, well, you want to take a quick commercial break? Can you sing? Sure. Can you sing for After me? After these messages, we'll be right back. Beep. You know, I really wish there was some place where I could find all my favorite podcasters in one spot. Um, people like Christopher Tupac. And then maybe if I had him on there, I might as well have Doug McCoy. You know, it would be cool if, if I could get Berg to come along and help us out. <laughs> and then Chris could laugh. And then we would have Mark Little. To finish it off, probably the best addition to all of that would be Mad Lappy. <laughs> And then that way, when they're all together, we could do a show called, like, the Extraordinary League of Extraordinary... What's the name of it? Chris, give me that paper. Hold on, Chris. Hold on. Hold it up the to the web. The League of Extraordinary Podcasts. Yeah, that's it. Find it at... Extrapod.wordpress.com I don't have to say it. That was perfect. <laughs> you got a lot of editing. <laughs> that's right, folks. Find it at extrapod.wordpress.com. Uh, as soon as Matt starts feeling better, yeah, we're definitely going to try to kick another one. Uh, figure, yeah, we we tried to get it together, but uh, we couldn't. Yeah, it's very hard. It's hard. To hard schedule to six, six people. people. Yeah. yeah, buddy, it's very Sorry hard. Sorry, keep and, stepping on you. But we are the musketeers. We always say if one person can't make it, nobody yeah. makes it, and we'll that's get a, to it. I when think we that's get a, a good, I, good plan. Thank you. And Matt, please feel better, brother. We're all praying for you. Yep. All right, buddy. You ready to go on to some music? I'm ready. This is what I listen to. See? It's an audio show. So, oh, sorry. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band by the Beatles. <laughs> and you this morning, I said, good morning. Yeah, but I'm waiting for the... Oh, my God, I am so sorry. And I told Shelly tonight, I said, I cannot wait to press the Beatles button because I know he's, he's going to be talking about the Beatles because he posted yeah. that this morning. Yeah. So that's what I was doing this morning. So the story behind this is when I was a kid, I started getting into the Beatles. I bought the Marvel put out a Beatles comic book. And inside the Beatles comic book, they had a Beatles discography. So I knew what all the records were, the American versions at least. Oh, that's awesome. I never and, knew this. Yeah. And... I really wanted this one. I had a couple. I didn't have too many. Uh, I think I had 62 to 66. And I don't remember what else I had. I know I had that one. That was my first one. Yeah. But uh, I used to spend a lot of time during the summer at my grandparents' house. And um, if I helped out around the house, they would give me, uh, my grandfather would give me a dime for helping stuff, you know, helping with stuff around the house. This is in the 70s. So a dime with labor. I'm telling you. Yeah. But uh, (laughs) no, that's pretty cool. So, uh, I think I've talked about my uncle before, their son who passed away. He made a bookcase, mm-hmm. and they had the bookcase in the front room. And they, in the bookcase, there was a little wooden carved piano, which you could open the top of, a grand piano. Yeah. So every time they gave me a dime, I would put it in there because I was putting it towards this record. And I, I figured, well, I got 15 dimes. I can get the record now, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they're like, okay, so <laughs> my grandparents were totally behind this. <laughs> So we used to go to a place called Two Guys. It's kind of like Caldor or maybe like Walmart is now. Yeah. 
And uh, it, I think it was in New York and New Jersey, but uh, they had a huge, well, to me, it was huge. It was eight or nine years old, a record department. Yeah. So they took me there and we got the record, Sgt. Pepper. And we came back home. And I, I was, I was uh, it's actually 49 years ago this month that it came out. I think June 1st it came out in America. Okay. And so I had been listening to a few podcasts about it because I listen to a lot of Beatles podcasts. And uh, it started, I started thinking about it, and I have a lot of vivid memories of buying this for the first time and actually listening to it for the first oh, time. Wow. So they didn't have a record player at their house, so I went upstairs to my Auntie Anna. She lived upstairs. My grandparents lived downstairs. Mm-hmm. She had a record player. It was a, you know, a square, not a suitcase record player, but it had a cover. It was, the bottom part was lime green, <laughs> and the cover was uh, white. So you take the cover off, and then you play the record. So I was in my grandparents' so kitchen. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. In my grandparents' kitchen, my grandfather set up the record player on the counter. I sat in one of the chairs that they didn't have at the kitchen table. Uh, it was sitting in like kind of between the wall and the, the stove. Uh-huh. And I listened to the record. And I just remember sitting there, you know, wrapped listening to this record. And one of the most vivid memories I have about this is that my grandmother was washing dishes. Yeah. And Within You Without You came on. And she wore glasses and uh, what's the, where's the, oh, the lyric in Within You, Without You, um, They Can't See, Are You One of Them? I remember looking at her oh. because she had glasses and I was wondering if she was one of those people who couldn't see. I didn't have glasses at the time. but This is I, so poetic, dude. I love this. But I just remember, you know, loving this record and... Well, what did you, how did you soak that in at such a young age? I don't think I soaked it in much. But wasn't that like watching like a a circus act? I mean, yeah, basically, yeah. I mean, I loved it because it was the Beatles, and I was a big Beatles fan. Yeah, but I remember years later at my house, we had one of those uh, easy, not easy chair, just a regular chair, and I would set it up like pretend it was a drum set and play along with uh, getting better. But so that's what I did. I haven't listened to, just sat and listened to a record in a long time. And Sgt. Pepper is probably not even in my top five Beatles albums at this point. Really? Because, you know, people say it's the the greatest album of all time, it's the greatest concept album of all time, and it's really neither of those things, I think. I think it is. I don't, the concept falls apart after the first two songs and the second, you know, the next to last song. (laughs) There isn't really a a unifying theme. I mean, it's basically a stage show, but I don't think that it works as a concept. I have to agree with John Lennon in that, in that respect. The Bee Gees made it one hell of a movie. No, they did not. So, um, (laughs) so this morning I got one of the chairs, my grandparents' uh, kitchen set. I have it. So oh, wow. maybe the, perhaps the same chair I sat in when I first listened to it. I, I put on the headphones. Oh, that's awesome. And this is my, the actual copy that I listened to for the first time, and I still have it. So, God, is it in mint condition? Like no, no scratches? No, 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 no. <laughs> A lot of crackle pops and snaps yeah. and cracks. Yeah, because I'm sure that the, the needle on her record player was not the best. It was yeah. a little mono record player, so... Oh, it's still it was the best nice way to hear it, it, I guess. Would, yeah. Would, you, would it tear apart, like the far left and far rights? Did they show up, or are they just a little less leveled? On hers? Yeah. Is that a mono version or a stereo version? No, no, this is stereo. They were, okay. weren't selling mono by then. Oh. I do have a mono copy now. But it's, okay. It's a lot different. It is. Yeah. I've, I've heard it via Utopian. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, that's a great story. Yeah, that's why I skipped the movie. Because <laughs> that was a long story. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. Well, I've already drawn out this show long, too. I see you looking back at the clock every once in a while. No, I'm not. What's back there? Oh, Sarah came through before. I thought she was coming. Can you tell her we're recording a show right now? (laughs) What's your music, Kevin? Oh, I listen to a record as well. Oh, good. John Denver. Is that, um, oh, Greatest Hits. Okay. Greatest Hits, 1973, my friend. Is Let It Be on there? Let It Be is not. Not, maybe that was later. Leaving on a jet plane. Yeah, he wrote that. Yep. Right? Yep. yep. Take me home country roads. When did this come out? 1973. Really? That early? Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, he's been around for a while, though. Even prior yeah. to that. Didn't he start in the late 50s? Um, I don't remember. What what band was he in? I can't remember. He was in Black a group Sabbath of... Black Sabbath well. Oh, right. <laughs> Wasn't he the bassist or something? <laughs> oh, gosh. I can't remember. It's going to bug me now if I don't. So go ahead. Keep going. Sunshine on my on shoulders, my shoulders. Ooh, makes sorry about me that. happy. I love this guy. Anyway, it's great to hear this again because it's just spring, summerish right now. And this is the. He's just a sunny fellow. Look at him smile. Yeah. It's, it's one of those speaking of speaking of the Muppets too. Yeah, that's true. He was always on the Muppets. It's one yeah. of those faces where he either looks like some ridiculous German drunk. What? Or no, that's not a good way to put it. A Scandinavian hobo. Oh, uh, it's the Chad Mitchell trio. He was part of the Chad Mitchell trio, Ferd. Right. <laughs> no, he put out his Black first album in uh, '69. '69 <laughs> was when he first came yeah. out. Oh my yeah. gosh. I loved it. I thought it was a great album, and it was great to hear it again. And I'm, it's weird because I'm not a big, you know, fan of that type of music except for in the spring, like Olivia Newton John right now. Old Olivia Newton John is like soaking my ears. Oh, really? Yeah, because of the time of year and it's just the sun, looking at the sun coming in and being on the lake, and it makes you just want to eat granola bars and yeah. like look out across <laughs> the lake and throw bread to the little birdies and ducks and ghosts says <laughs> very nice <laughs> I did what'd you play there Ferguson I played um, I do another podcast called Antari Visions where we uh I'm sure I spoke about this before. We look at one game that was released on a bunch of different consoles. Mm-hmm. And um, this time around, we're doing a game called Tutankham, which was a, uh arcade game that came out in 82, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And it's basically um, you're an uh, explorer and you're going through um, the pyramids, the tombs in the pyramids, uh, and uh, pretty much pillaging... <laughs> All the treasure from the tubes and trying to stay away from different <laughs> monsters like snakes and stuff. It's a cool game. It's a little bit difficult for me. I'm not good at video games, but uh, right. Um, so we're playing it. Uh, I was playing the um, Odyssey Two version, which I don't know if it ever came. It didn't come out in America. I know that much, but uh, it did come out in Europe, or it didn't. I, I don't remember if it actually came out, but it's 
the Odyssey 2 is not the greatest system. It's probably less um, powerful than the 2600 is, which is out of the systems we do, the least powerful system. Right. So it's less powerful than the least powerful system. <laughs> but it was really cool. I mean, all the people, the the figures in Odyssey 2 games pretty much look the same. So that's what it looks like. But I mean, it was really the way they, they programmed it was really, really cool. I had a lot of fun playing that version of it. Did not like the other versions as much. I mean, the, the ColecoVision version looks almost exactly like the arcade version. Yeah. But I like the Odyssey 2 version much better. Well, I think I have played this game before, but I can't really remember at all. Yeah. Really? I can't remember, but I know that I liked it. Yeah. But I don't remember ever playing it. It came out... I think the 2600 version is probably the one that's out there the most. I think the... Well, maybe the ColecoVision version isn't too rare, but I, I know the the Intellivision version is very rare. Was it something close to Adventure? It was kind of like that. I wouldn't say it. It's like, no. Hmm. For some reason, I feel like it had an Adventure feel to it when I was... It was pretty much a one-screen game, but it scrolled a little bit. Like, it was a big, giant screen that scrolled. Okay. Whereas Adventure was more like different different rooms like and stuff. Like Zelda. Kind of like that. Okay. But more like a maze, I guess. More like a maze game. I can understand that. Yeah. It was fun. I had a good time with it. Well, I'm glad you did. Yeah. 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 How about you? How about you, Kevin? I played the... Uh, I was back in the zombie room again. Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. I went... <laughs> I started playing Dialyte again. They had the custom maps. Mm-hmm. And if you go to the website, whoa, jeez, <laughs> dude, you okay? Yeah, I'm alright. <laughs> um, if you uh, go to the custom maps, the people build these maps. I don't know where the map builder is because I would love to try this myself. Right. But you can build your own zombie maps, and some people have come up with some great stories and some great hard games to play in this game. So, huh. yeah, watch out behind you. Oh, whoa! I got him. All right. Oh, stay oh back, goodness. turd bucket. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. So, I love this game. Uh, I can't get enough of it. Oh, oh God. gosh. Sorry, that's man. Not, it's on, that's not going to come out. Well, it's on my shoe. <laughs> um, it hurts. Oh, that was a little uh, painful, but yeah. he won't be bothering you, my friend. Good. So, it's awesome. I, Dying Light is just, it's a great zombie game. It's fun to play when it's dark. It's fun yeah. to play by yourself in the middle of the night because you do jump. And there's a lot to be afraid of. Oh, that's great, yeah. I guess. <laughs> so, well, Ferg. Wait a minute. On that note. What? Tell people about your new podcast. Oh. It came out this week. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for thinking of me. Matt Lappy and myself came up with this great idea. Why don't we use our acting skills, even though there's not much acting in it? <laughs> To come up with a frightfully scary edition, it was going to be an edition to Spiderwebs, but we were like, you know what, let's just make it a whole entity in itself. And it is called Soundscapes, and it's a podcast where Matt Lappy and I both get to um, put on a sleeping aid with scary, scary uh, genres for you. Like, uh, you can spend the night in either Frankenstein's Castle you're soon going to be able to take a trip on an alien spaceship. You're going to be able to be involved in a 1916 bank robbery oh, on a wow. train. That's going to be fun. Um, 
haunted houses. You can spend the night in a haunted house. You can visit Dracula. That's going to be fun. <laughs> um, we're gonna, and there's a whole bunch of ideas that we've come up with, and that's what this is. It's a sleep aid. It's something. Each show is an hour long. There's no introduction and there's no ending. It's just everything fades away at the end, but it's something for you to fall asleep to. The first 30 minutes of every episode is going to be the storyline, and the rest, 30 minutes, the, the, the rest of the show, is slowly melding away everything and having everything die out so that you can enjoy it. Very cool. And fall asleep. Have you tried falling asleep to the show? There's no way I'm going to be able to fall asleep to that. <laughs> Did you try? <laughs> no. Matt Lappy succeeded. <laughs> I succeeded. I can't fall. I can't. I used to listen to music when I went to sleep, but I can't do it anymore because I just concentrate on the music instead of falling asleep. Well, that's what this this is about. It's something that you can concentrate on because there's there's a lot of natural sounds in it. I try to I try to make the natural sounds the most important things. I get freaked out easy too, so that's why I. I this will freak I, you out. Yeah, I haven't listened to it yet because I'm scared. <laughs> You're scared? <laughs> yes. You're 45 years old. <laughs> 46. And I'm definitely not listening to it at work because I get the creeps there. Oh, easy, no, don't so. listen to it at work. No. <laughs> Especially when you're by yourself at night. In the- yeah, I already think there are zombies around every corner. <laughs> i got to stop watching. <laughs> Walking Dead. Tonight I'm going to end the show with a song <laughs> that reminds me of John Denver. So oh. My dad performing Green Green from his album in 1971 titled The Mass Tours Today. That was the name of his album. Wow. I should send you a copy of that. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, I should. It's, it's uh, folk music. It's pretty cool, actually. Cool. So he's singing. Enjoy. Wilferg. Yep. Great show, my friend. Yeah, thank you. I had a lot going on tonight. Yes, you did. Sorry, we're out of time. Now let's go. Yeah. Vader time. So you got to talk to my... my uh, Intestine. That was uh, exciting. Not we, so much with the handshaking, but uh, talking was fine. It was a little slippery, wasn't it? Do you yeah. know that diverticulitis has ravaged him? Yeah. He's a little uncomfortable. And he, he talked to you about that. We got to talk about Dr. Heimlich tonight. Yeah, it was awesome. And uh, you got to talk about your favorite thing in the news the passing of Muhammad Ali. <laughs> not my favorite thing. <laughs> No, it's not. I mean, we talked about our favorite movies, and we talked about the Spring Float Papasan from China. Right. <laughs> On top of that, we talked about the Extra Pod commercial, and then we did really bad podcasting in the beginning. So we had a good time. <laughs> so what do you, what do you, what do you, what are you going to be doing this weekend? Uh, we're doing some other podcasts and. Uh, That is rude. What and are you going to be doing this weekend? Probably um, moving uh, stuff around in my room again. That's right. Getting that yeah. floor done. Yep. I would love to see what the room looks like when you're finished. We should have a studio okay. showing. I will. I think that would be good. I will. All right, my brother. Well, I know that you have to work tonight. Yep. So I do want to let you go. But right. thank you you guys for listening and look forward to seeing you next time right here on Please Stand By when Ferg says Wow. Splendid times guaranteed for all. (laughs) Well I told my mom
mama on the day I was born Don't you cry when you see I'm gone You know there ain't no woman gonna settle me down I just gotta keep traveling on Green, green is green, they say, on the far side of the hill Green, green, I'm going away to where the grass is greener still Well, there ain't nobody in this whole wide world Who's gonna tell me how to spend my time Oh, I'm just a good loving, rambling man Say, buddy, can you lend me a dime? Green, green is green, they say, on the far side of the hill Green, green, I'm going away to where the grass is greener still Well, now I don't care where the sun goes down Or where I lay my weary head You know it's green, green valley or rocky road It's there I'm gonna make my bed All of Zerbinator's music and podcasts are under the Creative Commons license, which allows retelling and rebroadcasting as long as the author is notified and credited. For more great escape pods, please visit www.zerbinator.wordpress.com. If you would like to contact Zerbinatorland, you can send an email to instrumentally at gmail.com or give us a call at 571-408-ZERB or 9372.